Worried about letting someone else pick out the perfect avocado for your perfect impress them on the third date guacamole? Well, good thing Instacart shoppers are as picky as you are. They find ripe avocados like it's their guac on the line. They are milk expiration date detectives. They bag eggs like the 12 precious pieces of cargo they are. So let Instacart shoppers overthink your groceries so that you can overthink what you'll wear on that third date. Download the Instacart app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can spend another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. With available H-Track all-wheel drive and three-row seating, my whole family can head deep into the wild. Conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. Throw it, throw it all over get the place. Get back in this thing. Get back in this game. Mm-hmm. It was the TCU game all over last year. Yeah. That's what happened. To, that's what TCU did to Michigan last year. Yep. They jumped on them, and then Michigan didn't finish a couple of drives, and then all of a sudden they're having to throw, and he's throwing pick sixes all over the field, and you're going, why did I, why did I make this mistake? Mm-hmm. So there's, the, there's how it goes bad if you take Washington and it goes bad. Here's how it goes bad if you take Michigan. Or, I'm sorry, if you, that's if you go to the upper side. Yep. So, that's how if you take Michigan, it goes bad. Now you're bad. going to Washington. Now, if you want to take Washington and it goes bad, you sit there and you just watch Michigan run it down your throat for and hold the ball the entire first half. Basically do exactly what Oregon State did to you, except rather than having Oregon State and DJ just fumble the ball and throw it all over the place, they punch, the, they punch it in. And then all of a sudden, you're, you can't stop the run. You can't get the ball back. And here you are. You just your best unit. Your offense is just on the sideline. So where are you leaning? I think I'm leaning quarterback. Washington. Yeah, that's where I'm leaning too. And I've only watched the Oregon games. I watched the USC game. Bless their heart. Mm-hmm. And I did not see most of the Oregon State games. It sounds like that's the one where they they. That's had- probably the best comp for what Michigan's going to do. The problem with that game though is it was in like a driving rainstorm. It right. was just like I don't. I don't really know what to make of it. Give me Penix and uh, give me. I think uh, in the, the end, the like point, I, I, that's what I'm thinking. I'm, I'm yeah. just, you're going to give me points in the better quarterback. Yep. I think I'll take that. All right, let's get into the Grizzlies. We'll discuss that with Chris Harrington next, right here on the Jeff Calkins Show, 92.9 FM, ESPN. I'm Trista Crick with BetQL. With college basketball season in full bloom right now, we can finally start looking at some trends. One team that's been almost a sure thing so far this year is the number 12 ranked BYU Cougars. BYU is 11 and two against the spread so far this year, and 12 and one overall. So as they enter Big 12 play, look for them to cover the number because this team is for real. I'm Trista Crick, helping you beat the books and bet smarter with BetQL. Download the BetMGM app today. At Granger, we're for the ones who specialize in saving the day and for the ones who've mastered the art of keeping business moving. We offer industrial-grade supplies for every industry with same-day pickup and next-day delivery on most orders, all backed by real people ready to help. So you can get the right answers and products right when you need them. Call quitgranger.com or just stop by. Granger for the ones who get it done. As good as the regular season is, there's nothing like NFL Super Wild Card Weekend. Six games, three days. For these teams, it's win or go home. But you always have a spot in the playoffs with FanDuel, America's number one sports book. New customers can get started with $150 in bonus bets guaranteed when you place your first $5 
bet. Just visit FanDuel.com slash Gabe K. G-A-B-E-K to join today. That's FanDuel.com slash Gabe K. G-A-B-E-K. Make every moment more with FanDuel, an official sports book partner of the NFL and 92.9 ESPN. You must be 21 plus and president in Tennessee. First online real money wager only. $10 first deposit required. Bonus issued is non-withdrawable bonus bets that expire seven days after receipt. Restrictions do apply. See terms at sportsbook.fanduel.com. And if you have a gambling problem, very, very simple. Call the Tennessee Red Line at 1-800-889-9789. Diabetes, high blood pressure, anxiety meds, everyone's on them. If you're a 50-year-old male, maybe a bit porky, and you may even have type 2 diabetes, a million dollars of term insurance may only cost you about 200 bucks a month. Call Term Provider. Speak with Big Lou at 800-333-1750. Big Lou will find a term life policy for you even if you have type 2 diabetes, are overweight, or have high blood pressure. Term Provider has helped thousands of people like you who think they can't afford term life insurance. To buy a million dollars of affordable term life for you, all you need to do is call Big Lou at 800-333-1750. Lou will make sure the scales are tipped in your favor. Call 800-333-1750. 333-1750. Big Lou will answer your call and work to fit you into a term life policy that you can afford. Remember, Big Lou's like you. He's on meds too. Call 800-333-1750. 800-333-1750 or BigLou.com. Look around. You can find cars like these on Auto Trader, Like that car right in your tail. Or if you're tailgating right now, all those cars doubling as kitchens and living rooms are on Auto Trader too. Are you working out and listening to this ad at the same time? Well, multitasking pro, cars like the ones in the gym parking lot are for sale on AutoTrader. New cars, used cars, electric cars, maybe even flying cars. Okay, no flying cars, but as soon as they get invented, they'll be on AutoTrader. Just you wait. Auto Trader. There's nothing that can knock the fall chill off you quite like the Creole comfort of Owen Brennan's. Join us for lunch and dive into dishes like voodoo pasta, crawfish etouffee, beef brisket, and so much more. Weekdays from 11 to 4, Owen Brennan's, sure to warm your soul. Ever feel judged at the gym? You don't know how to use the leg curl machine? At Planet Fitness, get energy without the judgment. Join the judgment-free zone today during the big fitness energy sale for 24 cents down, $10 a month. Cancel any time. Deal ends Friday, January 12th. See Home Club for details. And now, now, your Live Nation lineup. Don't miss these upcoming shows at FedEx Forum. Pantera, Saturday, February 10th. At Minglewood Hall, Brad Williams Tour 24. Friday, February 16th. And then Wednesday, February 28th, Mania. The ABBA Tribute at Orpheum Theater. Disney Princess. The Concert. Tuesday, March 5th, and at First National Bank Arena in Jonesboro, Riley Green. Ain't my last rodeo tour, Saturday, March 9th. For tickets and info, hit up LiveNation.com. Brought to you by Health Markets. Health Markets makes it easier to shop for health insurance. Health Markets searches and compares plans, which could save you time and money. Stop by licensed insurance agent Todd Rainey's office across from the Agri Center to discover plans for health, dental, vision, and more. WMFS FM and HD1 Bartlett. WMFS Memphis celebrating a legacy of sports as the flagship home of the Memphis Grizzlies and Tigers Talk. Always live on the Odyssey app and on smart speakers say play 92.9 ESPN. 
Jeff's guests appear on the Frame Corner phone lines. Frame Corner, with expert custom and do-it-yourself framing since 1975 on Park Avenue in East Memphis. Now, back to the Jeff Hawkins Show, live from the Genesis Memphis Covington Pike Studios on 92.9 FM ESPN. Today's special guest host, Jeffrey Wright. Each and every day here on the Jeff Calkins Show, we welcome Chris Harrington to the program. Let's fire it up. Now, it's Chris Harrington from the Daily Memphian on the Grizzlies, Memphis, and more. Presented by the Majestic Grill, rediscovered downtown dining. Chris Harrington on 92.9's Jeff Calkins Show. Chris, what are we listening to? That's uh, It Takes Two, original version by Marvin Gaye and Kim Weston. In honor of the two wins the Grizzlies took this weekend to start their road trip. I know it's not exactly a high bar to to get across, but that's the best weekend they've had this year, right? Or this season, I should say. Not you know, not to give the cop out of well, twenty twenty four, but it feels like the best weekend they've had in, in a, that. In a very that is long my time. that is my thought, and I may well assert that in print later today. I I spent my morning taking a kid to school and taking a dog to the vet, so I haven't sat down to Good verify boy. that claim, but I believe that claim is true. What'd you like? Well, I, where do you start? I mean, there, there was so much to like. I, I, I think, I mean, the Lakers game was a little bit of an exorcism just because yeah. they, had, they had gotten humiliated in that building last time I think they were there in April. Um, and so to get that win um, really does a lot for, for the morale, I think. Um, and then the Phoenix game is the best win they've gotten. If, that's, if the Phoenix game is not the best win of the season, maybe the Lakers one is. The Phoenix game is definitely the best win of the season without John Morant. Yeah. Um, and, and to me, like, Jared Jackson and Vince Williams are sort of like my headlines. But to sort of answer your question, sort of what you like, I sort of turn to Marcus Smart in the sense that I think – and I think both these games will end up being more anomalies than, like, regular occurrences. Right. But these, these two games separately were the best-case scenario portraits in two different ways of what you want Marcus Smart to be on offense. The Lakers game was the best case scenario of Marcus Smart off the ball playing alongside Morant and Bain. And the Phoenix game was the best case scenario of Marcus Smart as a fill-in point guard. And so, like, I don't know if you're going to get games like that in those roles again, but th- that those were sort of the, the, the best case that you could envision of him in those roles. You sort of saw what that looked like over the weekend. Yeah, and I think that's kind of what it – what made it a little difficult for me to determine whether or not like this is something sustainable, real, however you want to say it. I, Friday night's fun. Like we watch sports to be entertained, and th- that was two pieces of entertainment that were that were spectacular. But I did find myself wondering, like, how much of this is, you know, proof of concept that this team, this team, is you know, they kept talking about on the broadcast, or at least the national broadcast, like. When healthy, this team's a contender. And it's like, okay, how much of that is true versus, man, the Grizzlies shot the ball from three better than we've seen. Listen, I felt like even yesterday, yeah, the the percentage wasn't great, but when you consider they doubled them up from three, like how much of that was the was the determining factor? Well, yeah, I mean, the three point shooting was an anomaly in the Lakers game. I will say, I, I, you know, I don't know who said that, whether that was Pete or Brian or whatever. Like, you know, it's healthy a contender or whatever. It, it was, was uh, it was Doc actually. Or no, I'm sorry. Okay. Breen, 
Breen was the one that was saying that when healthy, they're contenders, and Doc was like, this is the Marcus Smart. This is the Marcus Smart that they traded for. Uh, I will say, I, I don't know whether they're, they're factoring in Brandon Clark, Stephen Adams, and yeah. that, that claim. To me, if you put, and I, I've sort of been saying this, I'll say it again. If you put Stephen, if you put pre-injury Stephen Adams and Brandon Clark on this team and restart the season from zero to zero, zero record, I think this is. I think it is a contender, but you can't do either of those things this season. You can't. You can't restart at zero and zero. You got to start from six and nineteen and climb back, and you're not going to get Stephen Adams. And so, I, I do think the, the, that that this team is a contender if you can do both of those things. And we'll see if next season they can do that. For right now, they're short of that. Um, but I think, yeah, they're going to shoot that well again. No, but. But, I mean, they did more good things than just the three-point shoot in the Lakers game. And then the, the Suns game, they got they shot 34%. They shot like a you know, normal kind of, yeah. kind of, kind of way. Um, I think there was a lot of good that came out of this. Will Marcus Smart have games that good again? Not regularly. I mean, he's had big three-point shooting games before in his career. He's a career 32% three-point shooter. Like, that's what he is. He's been shooting 26% for the Grizzlies. So he's been a little bit underwater in terms of his norm. Um. The kind of game he had against the Suns. He's had those before. He'll have them again. It won't be the norm. But I think Marcus Smart has been playing below his capability offensively for the Grizzlies for a lot of this season. So if those two, two games are above the norm, a lot of what he's done is in below the norm. And so your average Marcus Smart is going to be better than what it's been before this weekend. And I think with Marcus, another factor for me that's kind of made it difficult to make a, an assessment is the fact that, okay, he gets – the role that originally they bring him in for, where he's having to play, you know, lead point guard as your starter, well, that wasn't what they brought him in for. Then he gets hurt, and then the last couple of weeks, even with Ja, he has the hand injury. So it's like, how right. much of the, the the poor shooting that you're referencing, how much of that is his hand hurts versus, you know, he at times he is a, clearly a streaky shooter and streaky in the bad direction. I think that's what's made it been so difficult to kind of like properly assess. Yeah, no, it, it hasn't settled in. And just because the ideal, just because the, the, the concept of Marcus Smart on the Grizzlies has not fully manifested, does not mean it won't. This weekend it did, and so we'll see going forward. But just because it had not manifested at this point does not mean it was not going to. I think the concept is still sound. The concept of he's your lead defender playing off the ball, and then he can play on the ball when you need him to as sort of a backup fill-in point guard. I think the concept is all sound. It's just a matter of whether you actually get the execution from it. And it had been mostly no until this weekend. It was yes in like a huge major all-caps, bright neon letters way this weekend. We'll see where it settles. Do you have a theory, half-baked, baked, anything, why, De- why Dez shoots the ball better on the road? Because I, I cannot figure it out. I actually have not looked at his home road split, so I don't. I don't have. I don't necessarily put much stake into that. I don't put much stake into the Grizzlies' better road record than home record this season. I think if you dig into that, it's schedule related and and you know who's available and who's not in games related more than anything else. So I don't. I'm wary of putting too much stock in home road stuff. Honestly, one thing that I did think was interesting yesterday is towards the end of the end of the 25 game suspension when Ja when they they knew Ja's not on the floor it felt lifeless yesterday it felt like Ja's not on the floor but it was almost like that was galvanizing it gave them a lift did you feel that way or did you think hey they just you know they came out and they popped you know they 
I felt like there were several moments where maybe the Suns felt like they were going to blow them out, and then the the Grizzlies just didn't let it happen. When you kind of like when you when you took a look at that, how did you feel about it? Yeah, I mean, maybe coming off that Laker win, like gave them a little boost of confidence. Yeah, I, I think. I think Ja coming back and the start that they got off to like gives them a, a renewed sense of purpose in terms of this season getting in the play in. On the other hand, like you know, we weren't saying this when they when they lost at home to, to Toronto. Yeah, there, there's there's been a little bit of a when the Grizzlies lose a game, everyone wants to fire Taylor Jenkins and fire Zach Kleiman and blow it up and like you know get mad. And then when they win a game, it's like exultation. Here we go, we're a contender again. Yeah. It feels a little, a little, a little, um, little roller coasterish in terms of the emotions around the Grizzlies. Um, I, I think, I think when when reasonably healthy, I think they're good. And I think, like I said, Jeff and I said this. Like I think they're going to have a winning record the rest of the way. You know, since Josh returned, we'll assuming that Josh stays returned. We'll see about that. Um, but I still think that, like you know, that that that, that the real opportunity comes next season. What do you make of, of Josh? He comes out in the sling kind of cryptic on the the updates and whatnot how do you kind of see it i'm i'm gonna try to wait and see on this one and not presuppose too much i i you know i think i think the sling is a is a things that make you things that make you say hmm kind of moment yeah see him in the sling and i think the comments of taylor jenkins and we'll know more in a couple days um that tells me like Maybe it's just a day-to-day soreness thing, but it certainly just seems like there's a possibility that's more than that. And I, I'm going to try to hold my powder on that and wait and see instead of trying to, you know, ask based on based on pretty much nothing about what what's going on. Yeah, it feels like the the options could be, hey, it to your point, could be day-to-day, or it could be, hey, we're waiting on imaging and you know the the MRIs right. and whatnot. But I was trying to think, we've seen John miss games, but have we ever seen him like have like the like arm in a sling or in a boot. Like I, I feel like normally when we see him miss games, like we don't we don't have some visual where you're like, oh, I don't need to see that. Yeah, not that I can think of. I mean, he had, you know, the summer before his, his rookie year, he had like a, a knee procedure. Yeah. Um, I, most of his other stuff has been like more like sprained ankle kind of stuff. And so, yeah, we'll see. What do you make of Jaron recently? I mean, is it are, are we falling into the trap of he's making three, so therefore you're just like, oh my god! But it's just like I don't know. It feels different. It feels like he's playing at an incredibly high level. Yeah, I mean, it's a long season. He'll have good games, he'll have bad games, but he has taken a step forward offensively. The three point shooting will fluctuate, um, and it's back to like you know, is he, right now it's back to his his career average, which is thirty five percent. And so you have your ups, you have your downs, and it, 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 you know it settles into that sort of at this point what he seems to be, which is good for a big man. It's not great, but it's good for a big man. But he's really taken a step forward, like a real step forward this season, as an isolation, like you know one on one off the dribble scorer, as a post scorer, and as a passer. I mean, six assists was a career high, and he is not passing is not a strength of his; it's still a weakness. But it has improved a lot, and it's not that he's making flashy or creative passes. He's not like creating something out of nothing. He's just making basic stuff. Like you see, he's he's seen more double, and in some cases, last night triple teams. He's making the basic reads and moving the ball, and that's simple stuff. And maybe it should have happened before year six, but it is important when he's seeing that much deep of attention, and it's starting to happen. 
And he's just become a much, much better offensive player um, in terms of an all-around offensive player. And, you know, there'll still be nights where, like, he, you know, he's not finishing at the rim. He's still not explosive off the floor offensively. So he'll have good nights and bad nights. But on the whole, like, you know, he's over 20 points a game this year. Assist rates are career high. And he's, he's creating more on his own than he ever has before. And all of that is real. The other thing that I, w- I was trying to think about, because – if I go back to Friday night, it's like, all right, the Lakers at the end of the first quarter felt like they were pulling away, and it's like, all right, here comes the second quarter. This is where the, the Lakers will knock them out. And lo and behold, the Grizzlies in the second quarter not only held their own, like they, they really closed the second quarter strong and get the game to a one-point game at half. Last night, kind of the same thing. Is it possible they're fixing these second quarters by fixing rotations? It could be. It could be. I mean, I'd have to d- dig into that a little bit more. I did notice in the Lakers game, i just written about, like, rotation patterns. And in the first half of the Lakers game, they did exactly what I wrote about. Like, exactly. Yeah. Like, they're like, like they subbed out in the first quarter, and they played uh, Bain, Kennard, uh, Jackson, Aldama, Smart. And then when they came back in, they came in with Job, Biombo, and Zaire. It was the exact substitution pattern I wrote about. It actually didn't work out that great initially, but I think that's because LeBron James and Anthony Davis were rolling at yeah. that point and sort of kept on rolling. But I still think it was sound. Um, I think one of the things they've done, you saw it like when they closed out against Phoenix, is they've just scaled down small. They, they've just said that we're playing our best players. And Biombo, Biombo played okay. He played actually a lot off the bench last night. But Biombo beyond, is extremely limited. Tillman has been disappointing. I think the biggest disappointment is Aldama. He's really, he's really been disappointing lately. And they just scaled all the way down. And, and so you, I think the last two games they're playing more, you know, four guards and wings with Jaron, which is not ideal. But that's how you put your best players on the floor. And I think the, the fact that Vince Williams can rebound like a power forward sort of helps that work. And Marcus Smart can defend power forwards. Do you have a, do you have a reason for Santi being – like? being disappointed because like on the one hand it's like well maybe he's not a great fit but then the other times it's like I don't know that there's been so many opportunities and it just doesn't feel like it doesn't even feel like that there's even been like a ton of flashes like maybe there's been a here and there a night where he shot pretty well but it's just like I never feel like it's like in back-to-back games yeah he was good in that game against the Spurs at home last week um I think I think they finished with him and he was good off the bench I, I, you know, I think players struggle sometimes, especially young players struggle. Um, you know, you think a young player is broken through and then they regress and like it's sort of an up and down journey. And I, I think Santi is, you know, he's on the whole, his numbers look a lot like they did last season. But to me, that lack of step forward is itself a disappointment. Yeah. And so I, I think there's been an opportunity for him to really seize with, with Clark and Adams out and with Biombo and Tillman both players who really should be third stringers on a good team. Yeah. There's a real opportunity for Santi and he has not been he's not been grabbing it, that's for sure. What is what's the appropriate usage of Vince Williams right now? Because to me it's almost like when we talk about getting your best players on the floor, it's like that he's included in that group that's right it. now. Yeah. That's it. The best usage for Vince Williams is just put, keep him on the floor as much as possible. That dude played thirty four minutes off the bench. Taylor Jenkins in the past wouldn't even play his stars 34 minutes. Yeah. And, and that's not the first time that's happened with Vince Williams. I, I'd have to go back and look at it. But I think he's played 30-plus minutes off the bench a lot this season. He's the kind of guy who, 
you just always want him on the floor because like he doesn't. It's not like he's going to have like a bad game for him is he goes one for five. Yeah, it's not. It's not. It's not two or fourteen or whatever. And so he just defends and he rebounds and he gets deflections and makes winning plays and he, he ties stuff together and he lets your stars, you know, take all the shots. And he's just, I, I you know, he's the kind of guy who can be the fourth or fifth, fifth best player on a team, but you may want to play him 40 minutes just because he, he works in every lineup and he sort of, he sort of just fits in. So to me, the best role for him is just is being on the floor as much as possible. How would that impact the roster crunch? Well, I mean, I, I think there's some sorting that needs to happen. And I, I, I think, you know, I, Roddy and LaRavia, I, yeah, I, I still don't know if it's going to come back around to them. Maybe it does, maybe it doesn't. You know, I think Conchar is fine. It's like a guy at the end of your bench who sometimes he plays and sometimes he doesn't. But yeah. you want to, like, you can get off of him and not pay him. Like, maybe you want to do that. I think Zaire Williams is sort of poking his head back up. And I think that's welcome. I'm not ready to declare like like he's back or he's whatever, but like you know, it's welcome to see. Um, and so, and then you have the Kennard question, like you know, is a shooter that caliber on a roster that struggles with shooting? You would think you know he's important to keep around, but you know he wasn't closing the game. Vince Williams and Zaire were both out there, not Kennard. And so I think Kennard, I think I think Williams is a guy they need to give, they need to elevate to the main roster, give a multi-year contract. And I think he is the fourth perimeter player on this team right now behind Morant, Bain, and Smart. I think they should lock him in, and then he's no longer subject to the sorting. And the rest, like, you know, I think at least two of those other guys will probably need to go before next season. Yeah, I was trying to figure out, like, with Luke, didn't it feel like it was more of a defensive issue? You know what I mean? That's kind of, I felt like well, that was well, why yeah, I choose, but, but, yeah. but, that, but that's that a part of the floor. Right. That, that, that's, that's kind of part of the deal. Is that even, I mean, you know, there was one game, I think it was the Raptors game, where he wasn't making shots. So he's not helping you if he's not making shots. Yeah. But he was making shots in that game, and he still, like Taylor Jenkins, made the decision he made. I think, you know, it looks like the correct decision. And so, you know, the Canard thing is interesting. Is he someone you plan for next season, or is that a contract you're trying to use in a trade? I don't know. Well, I think the other kind of, the other thing that's interesting is, in your mind, is there a way to address the front court, particularly the five, that is beyond just you know trying to like because we've talked about it. We don't think that they're going to make a rental, but I could if if you presented me with a situation where maybe they get a rental and it gives them cap space, like I think that that like I'm not ruling that out, but to me it's like I don't know how they make a decision to you know to fix that to fix that position in particular that doesn't involve them, you know, moving on from either Steven Adams or Brandon Clark, if not both. Yeah. Yeah. I guess what I would say, when I say like, I don't think they're going to do a rental or to, to sort of take on that language. I don't think they're going to do a costly rental. Yeah. You know? Like, like I don't, I, I wouldn't rule out them bringing in someone who would only help for this year, but I don't think they're giving up, you know, a lightly protected first round pick or like, like real future value to do that. Yeah. Um, you know, could they bring in someone who who costs more with the idea that you're going to keep them next season? And then you go into the summer and you realize you got to sort this out now because now you got this new guy and Steven Adams and Brandon Clark or whatever. I think all that's possible. I, I think, but I, I do think maybe they address the center situation in some significant way this season. I think it's more than likely it's something that you go into the summer 
needing to make a decision about. And and there's there's multiple ways that could go. I mean, could, we're, so we're thinking about this in terms of veterans. You, you're going to have a draft pick in the middle of the first round in yeah. a draft that seems to have a lot of big men in it. So, like, one scenario is, like, you come back to Steven Adams, but you, you draft a center, like, you know, with the mid-first-round pick, and you're hoping, like, you know, Steven Adams is good enough next season to ease the new guy in kind of thing. There's lots of different ways you could go with that. Have you gotten – you saw him, I know, in person last year, but everyone keeps saying Zach Eady's moving up draft boards, and I've watched enough college basketballs. Like, he's the same player he's always been. Is there, like, a legitimate role for him in the in the NBA? Because I still see the same thing. It's like, okay, he's very skilled, but he doesn't move particularly well, and, like, I don't know how much he can stay on the floor. Yeah, I read something recently about him, that, that I, and I haven't watched enough this season to really have a firm opinion. Um, I did see him last season. He looks, that, I can that, tell you this, that, that, he looks the same. He, well, I mean, I read something that says he's slimmed down a little bit and he's moving a little bit better. But the clips I saw, like, he still looked a little slow if you get him on an island in a pick and roll. Yeah. And so I am skeptical that he is more than a backup center in the NBA, I would say. I'm I'm skeptical of that. And so, I mean, I need to watch a lot more when it comes draft time, and my my opinions are very much subject to change. But I would say right now I am skeptical about him in the, the kind of range where the Grizzlies are likely to be picking. All right, switching up for you before we let you go. The Golden Globes were back. I know it's your favorite awards show. Um, well, it's different now. It, I, it's no longer the Hollywood Press Association, Hollywood Foreign, foreign Press. Press yes, is, of course. Which, which was a made-up, like, ridiculous organization that was finally exposed and no longer exists. It is now a Dick Clark production. Did you, So I had it with no sound on. I will say it seemed like they were trying to make it more legitimate from what I could tell. Is, is that a decent read? I mean... Yeah, they're, they're they're trying to get away from all the scandal stuff that yeah. happened with the Hollywood Foreign Press. But I mean, the reality is, the Golden Globes is just is is a, is, is a made for TV event that's designed to put celebrities in a room and get you to watch it on television. The awards don't really matter. It's, I mean, to some degree, they they matter with the Oscars. Like the Oscars is like a real thing. Golden Globe is just a TV show to get celebrities in a win, in a room. That's like all it is. Which is fine if you want to watch celebrities in a room. More power to you. But like, I the awards to me don't mean anything. Yeah, uh, to me it's like, all right, well, it still is like, I don't, I don't even really know. I never felt tempted to, if you know what, I'm going to move this, I'm going to move this over and watch it with sound. Like, I, I, you know what I mean? Like, I I was like, I was glad to see, I'm a Killian Murphy fan. I was like, I'm glad to see him get some shine. I, I, I don't, I haven't seen enough of the other movies to know if he's going to be an actual Oscar contender, but like, I would like to live in a world where Killian Murphy wins an Oscar. That seems likely, I would say. All right. That makes me feel a little better. Chris, I really appreciate it. Thank you for your time. Thanks. That is Chris Harrington of the Daily Memphian. Let's turn our attention to the Tigers. Big win for the Tigers yesterday. Parthi Padyai of the Daily Memphian joins us next to discuss their big performance from yesterday. Stick around. You'll see the Jeff Calkins Show. 92.9 FM ESPN. Call from mom. Answer it. Call silenced. Instacart knows nothing gets between you and the game. That's why they make ordering from your couch easy. Stock up today and get all your groceries for the week delivered in as fast as 30 minutes without missing a minute of the game. You have 47 new voicemails. Download the app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can waste another weekend doing the same old whatever or... 
I can conquer it. I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. Any road. The steeper, the better. Because my all-new Santa Fe is available with H-Track all-wheel drive so I can hit the trail without a worry in the world. Heck, with three rows and best-in-class rear cargo space, I can pack the whole family in with all our gear. We've got available dual wireless charging for our phones so we'll never lose touch with civilization and we won't lose touch with the primordial power of Mother Earth. So which is it? Waste the weekend or do something a little more epic? And conquer it in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn Jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash recommend today. They've got Memphis sports in their DNA. From the Tigers court to the Grizzlies hardwood. I mean, so they're just trying to manufacture offense the only way they can, which is just to voice three. It's the Jason and John Show. Middays 11 till 2 on 92.9 FM ESPN. Are you a business owner in need of financing? Then you need Swish Funding, the better way to get the funding you need. Our simple application process takes just minutes with funding as soon as one business day. At Swish Funding, we we focus on your business cash flow, not your personal credit score. And we're ready to help with funding from $5,000 to $5 million. If you've been in business for one year and have monthly revenue of at least $25,000, you could get the affordable funding you need with no collateral at SwishFunding.com. That's S-W-I-S-H Funding.com. Finding great candidates to hire can be like, well, trying to find a needle in a haystack, but not with ZipRecruiter. Its powerful technology actively finds and invites qualified candidates to apply to your job. So while other companies might deliver a lot of hay, ZipRecruiter finds you the needle in the haystack. See why four out of five employers who post a job on ZipRecruiter get a quality candidate within the first day. Try ZipRecruiter for free at ZipRecruiter.com slash free. That's ZipRecruiter.com slash free. At Granger, we're for the ones who specialize in saving the day and for the ones who've mastered the art of keeping business moving. We offer industrial-grade supplies for every industry with same-day pickup and next-day delivery on most orders, all backed by real people ready to help. So you can get the right answers and products right when you need them. Call, quickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger for the ones who get it done. It's a mystery where Old Spice finds its amazing scents like Himalayan sea salt, but I'm thrilled they have because no other body wash exfoliates and moisturizes 24-7 like Old Spice Gentleman's Himalayan sea salt body wash. Now, if only there was a mountain range separating the Indian subcontinent from the Tibetan plateau where I could hide my Old Spice and keep my family from stealing it, my impossibly smooth skin will finally be safe. BetMGM presents Upping the Action with Jamie Foxx. Football is a game of inches, but the game of inches gets a lot bigger when you bet the total receiving yards with BetMGM. 
Now you're watching every step. And he's stepping. He's on the 20, the 10. He's stepping all the way to covering every inch of your total receiving yards. They're stepping, and you're dancing. This football season, download the BetMGM app. Now you're betting with the king of sportsbooks. And get up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if your first bet doesn't win. Visit BetMGM.com for terms and conditions. Must be 21 and over to wager. U.S. promotional offers not available in D.C., New York, or Ontario. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER in Colorado, D.C., Illinois, Indiana, Kansas, Kentucky, Louisiana, Maryland, Mississippi, New Jersey, Nevada, Ohio, Pennsylvania, Tennessee, Virginia, West Virginia, and Wyoming. Call 877-8-HOPE-NY or text HOPE-NY to 467-369 in New York. Call 1-800-NEXT-STEP in Arizona. 1-800-327-5050 in Massachusetts. 1-800-BETS-OFF in Iowa. 1-800-270-7117 for confidential help in Michigan. First bet offer for new customers only in partnership with Kansas Crossing Casino and Hotel. So, you got a new gadget over the holidays. Don't forget to listen to your favorite station on Odyssey. Unwrapped a new Amazon Echo or Google Home? Be sure to tell your smart speaker to play your favorite station. Received a new Sonos speaker? Check on Odyssey on the Sonos app for access to hundreds of stations. Got a new phone? Don't forget that the Odyssey app is the only way you can jump to your favorite show with Rewind. No matter what you received this year, listen to your favorites with Odyssey. Download the free Odyssey app today. A-U-D-A-C-Y. It's time to talk trash, Mid-South. This is Rick West with Waste Connections and Team Waste. Our Memphis and Collierville campuses are currently hiring CDL drivers, driver helpers, diesel mechanics, and PM techs. We offer competitive pay, great benefits, and at the end of each workday, you get to be home with your family. Our culture is built on taking care of each other and the communities we serve. Apply today at careers at wasteconnections.com and be a part of a great team. Connect your future with Waste Connections and Team Waste. Hey, it's Jeff Calkins. You know when people ask if you have a good dentist to recommend? Well, I have a great dentist. It's Medi Sadegi at the Smile Center. I've been going to the Smile Center for years now. My three boys all go there too. Medi is skilled, he's cheerful, and has always found time when emergencies arise. I honestly couldn't imagine a better dentistry practice than the Smile Center. It's where I send all my friends. So if you're looking for a great dentist, go where my family goes. The Smile Center is conveniently located in Germantown, or you can check them out online at SmileCenterMemphis.com. Hey, Kathy, you know, I've been seeing those State Farm commercials. You guys have built quite a team. Holmes, Kelsey, Derrick Henry. Bundle my auto and my homes. Oh, yeah. Steve, we're proud of that team, and I'm proud of my team. Your team is awesome. I know firsthand. If there's a question or problem there, on top of it. My name is on the sign outside, but it's my talented team inside that makes the difference. Hey, call Kathy Thurman Edwards, State Farm agent on Brookhaven Circle. 901-767-7744. I'm not as cute as Jake, but I'm better looking than a lizard. Jeff's guests appear on the Frame Corner phone lines. Frame Corner, with expert custom and do-it-yourself framing since 1975 on Park Avenue in East Memphis. Now, back to the Jeff Hawkins Show, live from the Genesis Memphis Covington Pike Studios on 92.9 FM ESPN. Today's special guest host, Jeffrey Wright. The oil down with Please now to welcome to the program Parthi Padiai, of course, of the Daily Memphian. Kind enough to join us now. Parth, Tigers win 62-59 in a script, or at least a final script that felt very similar to Thursday night's game in Tulsa. Of course, you get the big shot from Quinterly. I told Jeff this, though. I weirdly felt different about yesterday's win than I did Thursday's win. Oh, same. Because I felt like, you know what I mean? Like, I... You could see where this was going to be a tough game. The travel, everything, short week. SMU played on Tuesday, a lot more rest. I just, it didn't surprise me when you saw SMU punch him in the face 
to start the game. But really, what I I found myself very impressed in the second half with just how Memphis played from start to finish. Yeah, no doubt. I mean, like you said, less than, or I think exactly 48 hours, you know, with the flight delay from Tulsa, the emotional letdown of losing Caleb Mills, kind of all of it combined. Another rough performance, you know, when they played Tulsa, that's what, the third in a row at that yeah. point with Vanderbilt, Austin P, and, and then Tulsa, obviously. Um, so, yeah, for sure, I expected, you know, a slow start. Did I expect that slow of a start? You know, probably not. You know, 25-9, to nine, uh, rebounding differential in the first half. They're down 12. Uh, you know, that was ugly, right? Like, you could you could hear the crowd, like, audibly, you know, groaning and, you know, saying they were disappointed and, you know, that, that, that kind of deal. But the second half turnaround, man, that was that was downright impressive. It kind of showed flashes of uh, defensively what this Tigers team can be. Um, that's the first time we've seen that, seen those flashes, rather, since, what, mid-December? Yeah. I mean, honestly, it felt like, yeah, basically, yeah, I would agree with that. I honestly, though, I think another thing that might have factored into how I felt, I honestly felt like the first half, like, yeah, it wasn't great, and it was, like you said, you could you could sense the frustration and the unease. I thought they were lucky it wasn't worse. Like, if S- I, I honestly thought, had SMU shot the basketball better, you could have been in a Villanova situation. But the fact that they didn't do that, it's like, okay, they they made a little bit of a push right before, right before the half. SMU kind of got it back to double figures. But the fact that it still felt like it was within arm's reach, I felt better about the Tigers' chances. Yeah, no doubt. I thought, you know, two things really saved them in the first half. SMU went two for 14 <laughs> from three. A few more of those go in. You're looking at a, what, 20-point-plus yes. uh, deficit at half, which is obviously much more uh, yeah, they just much tougher to come out of. 14. Exactly. Yeah. And it's not just the, the number of points you're looking at, but then you get into a mental funk, right? When you're down 20-plus at home, you know, fans are hitting the exits. Um, you, you know, you're playing SMU. You're not playing Kansas or Purdue. Um, it can be a lot tougher to get out of that. So that helped. And then Jalen Young, I thought, was big. That's, some, that's someone I wrote about, you know, after last night, just kind of – um, being the unsung hero there, there was a stretch of, I think, less than three minutes, I believe, where he, um, you know, first hits Jaquan Walton for that three. That cuts it to about 12 or whatever it is. Uh, gets two buckets himself and then blocks that uh, that fast break layup attempt, and the momentum just swung. So even though Tigers were down 12 at half, the energy shifted right about the five-minute, four-minute mark, I think, um, and they carried that over the rest of the way. What did you think flipped in the second half? It's the effort, the effort on the glass primarily. Um, you know, the first half, I think SMU had, you know, I think it was 12 or 14 second chance points that, you know, that just didn't happen, right, yeah. in the second half. Uh, Tigers actually out-rebounded SMU, you know, in the final 20 minutes there. So I think that was the biggest thing. And um, I thought better, it's funny, better shot selection until the last five minutes when they were hoisting up threes left and right. And that's when you saw, you know, they were up six with uh, less than eight minutes to go. And yeah. again, they failed to, kind of stomp out an opponent, um, and it had to come down to hero, you know, hero ball pretty much again by uh, Javon Quinterly, and, you know, they're lucky they have a guy who can do that. What did you make of kind of more of the shuffling in the front court? Yeah, um, I thought obviously with, with Tomlin and foul trouble, that limited him to 13 minutes, but yeah. um, I guess front court or back court, whatever you want to, you know, whatever aside, the Bigs. second half. Yeah, they played, they played five guys essentially all yeah. second half. You know, um, aside from the starting five, Jalen Young played three minutes. Tomlin played three minutes before fouling out. And then Jaden Hardaway played four. I think that's the biggest difference. And we've been saying it all along, right? Like, this team plays better when they stick with their their dogs, their alphas, you know, as Penny said before. Um, but it was kind of musical chairs again in the first half. And, you know, guys just couldn't get into a rhythm, I thought, overall. Yeah, I'd mentioned, I think I'd mentioned this to Mark. 
obviously, whenever you bring in a new roster, like the, the new roster additions, especially with as many guys as Memphis has to bring in because that's the world we live in, I still think one of the biggest additions that Penny's made this year is Rick Stansberry. Like, I feel like, I feel like you see some of his imprints in that this is the first coach that I think that's really gotten Penny to buy in. Seems like it, right? <laughs> play these guys. Yeah, and it's weird. Like, you know, I, I got here last year and, you know, you'd heard about kind of the maybe lack of chemistry yeah. with the coaching staff and, you know, assistants not Turnover, getting along with Penny yeah. and Penny not getting along with assistants, whatever it may be. But, you know, from the time that we were in the DR and, you yeah. know, when Stansbury first got on board, you could see kind of the um, them being on the same page, quite frankly. You know, Penny and Rick Stansbury, and that carried over into uh, Penny's suspension where, you know, he fully trusted Rick um, from at least what he told us publicly, told the media. Um, and even now, like you said, you can see little hints, little um, little flashes of, of what Rick Stansbury likes to do in Penny's system. Yeah, and, like, I even think about just, you know, it used to be, okay, if a co- if an assistant was responsible for the scout, that person would be a little bit more active, you know, right. uh, you know right. making suggestions whatnot. I just noticed that it feels like it doesn't, regardless of the opponent, it feels like Rick is very active in giving Penny suggestions or, you know, like, I feel like you see him get up from the bench as much as anyone. And honestly, I think that's a welcome addition. And I honestly, you know, there's no way of knowing this, but the fact that the Tigers are now eight and one in close games, like, I think that is a big difference and a big change. And I, I, I think that is leading to their success. Yeah. And they also look, they have guys, they have closers, yes. they, have, they have dogs, you know, and, and quite frankly, last year they had two dogs. One, you know, really, Kendrick Davis, you talk about a guy I'd who... They had the two dogs. Yeah. They had two, but, I mean, a guy but who one can with create the on the perimeter, yes, one with 100%. the ball, yeah. you know, shot clock winding down, yeah. you need a bucket. Um, definitely, you know, DeAndre, nothing taken away from him. DeAndre Williams was absolutely a dog, but... Um, I know what you mean. You're but you so, late game, ball in his hands. Right. Now you got at least two, yeah. Javon Quinterly, David Jones. Um, so I think that obviously helps. You've brought guys in that have been playing at this level for five, you know, six years, some of them. Um and know how to close games. So that plus Rick Stansberry plus just Penny's development as a, as a coach, I think has been big. You know, yesterday they fouled um, up three. There's yeah. been times where we've seen Penny not do that and it's come back to bite them. Uh, Temple comes to mind last yeah. year. Remember that where, you know. Uh, they get the shot off, yeah. Yeah, Temple gets the, the shot off, the game's tied, and Kendrick has to save, you know, save them again. Yeah. Um, so I think just all of that combined has led to some of these uh, close calls going Memphis' way. This has got to change moving forward, though. They can't keep living on the on the edge like this. Well, I think that's the question. Was last week a good week? Because on the one hand, this would be the case that I could make. You are 2-0. and And, yeah, it got tight. It probably shouldn't have been tight. But it did, and you still figured out a way to win, and you're sitting here at 2-0. and FAU can't say that. You know, FAU goes to Charlotte, and they almost come back. They can't close right. the deal. And, you know, they're sitting there with a loss that is somewhat inexplicable. But on the other hand, like there is for me, like the bigger issue is not necessarily what their record is or that they're they're playing with their food. I just am getting I'm being I feel like I'm getting confirmation that I thought this league was gonna be tougher to run through than than maybe something because I think You mean easier or tougher? What are you what are you saying? I think it's t- I think I think what we're seeing is the American's gonna be a lot like it always used to be, which is you're it's going to be. You're not going 18 and 0 or 17 and 1, 16 and 2. Right. Well, so, so you're saying you thought it'd be easier. You thought it'd be a cakewalk, but it's not, right? Because SMU's emerged. Yes, uh, Florida Atlantic's yeah. still there. Yeah, I, I think it's going to look. I think it's going to look a lot right. like it did. And the biggest concern that I have is 
there's just not going to be any credit for it. Like we're going to, it's still going to be the same thing. Whereas, you know, other, there are other leagues that I think are just as that are equal to the American. A ten comes to mind. Mount West. <laughs> right. I, Mount West is always Mount West my is a good league. Though. That's a that's a really com- yeah, I think it's really at, competitive. Look basketball. at their tournament record. Um, right. okay. West Coast <laughs> Conference uh, is also another one that I, I I went to school out there. Like this league stinks. Like I I, I I'm well aware. But I think that's kind of the issue that I'm seeing with the Tigers is like, what kind of credit are they going to get for? Because like I can, you look at it with the ratings. Hey, they go down after a two and a week. Yep. But at the same time, it's like trying to factor how much does that actually matter in your mind. I, th- I think it matters to an extent, but you know, even though we're seeing them decline in the net rankings, you see bracketologists, you know, Joe Lenardi, uh, Jerry Palm, whoever, still have them in the top four. So even as Memphis has been kind of, you know, let's be real, plummeting in the net, I think they're down to forty eight now after last night. Yeah. Um, people who predict this stuff, people who do this stuff for a living, still seem to think that the Tigers are a four, three, if not two seed. I've seen them as high as a two. You know, Mike DeCourcy from yeah. from Fox having them as two. Um, but I think eventually it is going to matter. Like Tulsa's not a good basketball team, right? Like they had to gut that one out, and I get it. Like Caleb Mills went down. Um, you and know, Tulsa hit shots that they did not hit for much. Tulsa of the was year. playing out of its yes. mind. Like uh, Haggerty was going off, and it was just uh, kind of a three point bonanza aside from him as well in the second half. But um, yeah, you know SMU's different, Florida Atlantic's different, but some of these teams, especially you know like UTSA coming up Wednesday, yeah. you've got to take care of business. You can't be in a dogfight. It can't be you know, a two-point, one-point, whatever game uh, with less than five minutes to go. It just can't. Yeah, the one thing I would like to know from the bracketologist, because I was looking it up last week, because I'd had this question, I think, with Mark or with Munns, one or the other. I think we'd seen the the worst the worst net rating last year to get a top-four seed. I think it was, it was either Virginia at, like, 28 or whatnot. The one thing I'd like to know is, are they just saying Memphis's resume supersedes their net rating, or are they doing what I think they're doing, which is, hey, Michigan, Arkansas, Villanova, Clemson, A and M, when they start getting into league play by just playing each other, yeah, their ratings beat go up on up. each other. So, yes. like yeah. your res, I think what they're doing is they think, okay, maybe it's not the resume of a four seed at this very moment in time. But once we come time to like actually sort this out, the resume is going to look even better. I think about it differently. I think about it is a resume of a top four seed. They got seven, you know, quad two and quad one wins. Yeah, uh, one of those went down. I forgot what team dipped into the quad three neighborhood um, recently with all those losses that teams took two days ago. You know, a former and former and future opponents of you know Memphis took a bunch of losses. Obviously, I think it was on Saturday. But I think, yesterday's Arkansas, win, I think it was Arkansas because was Arkansas, Arkansas is on a neutral floor. Yeah, Arkansas got waxed. That was yeah. crazy. <laughs> but yesterday's win, you know, was a quad two victory, and that puts them back at seven, right? And only Purdue has more, which I think Purdue has eight or nine now. Yeah. Um, so I think the resume is one of a top four. I think the computer rankings and just the margin of victory and all that kind of stuff, which is reflected obviously in, in the net rankings, Ken Palm, all of that, is not there at this time, right? 48 in net. Uh, yeah. I think 44, 45 this morning when I checked Ken Palm. Um, so I think just it, it looking better than taking care of business and not being in these kind of ugly, scrappy games against really, you know, let's be real, bad teams yeah. is going to go a long way. Do you feel better about this team as we are starting conference play than you did at the beginning of the year? Where Where are you? Yeah, it's been a roller coaster, man. Like, I don't know. I Welcome thought, to Tiger basketball. Yeah, no doubt. I'm learning, learning yeah. quickly. You know, beginning of the year, um, I wrote a predictions column, story, whatever you want to call it. I had the Tigers as a seven seed in the NCAA tournament. 
um, had him as a team that was going to kind of hover around the 2025 range in the AP poll. Um, just because, you know, the talent was always there, but, you know, this isn't the, the NBA, right? Like, continuity matters, and they yes. brought in 13 new guys, and that's that's tough. A lot of those guys, some of those guys came in in August. Like, let's be real. Um, hey, but, dude, they just added a guy that wasn't that was playing for Kansas State at the start of the year. It's insane. It's I mean, they pretty much made an in-season trade. Out yeah. goes Jordan Brown, in comes Naquan Free Tomlin. Free signing. Man, did you hear what Penny said about, we'll get to that later, but about Jordan Brown and J.J. Taylor? That, go ahead. Go that ahead. was funny. Yeah, so... Um, you know, I asked about Jordan, and he said Jordan Brown is still a part of the Memphis Tigers basketball program. I think that has to be on paper. Yeah, I think he's speaking like yes. I think, I, think, I, think, I think it's a Officially, yes. I think it's right. a technicality. Exactly, yeah. exactly. And he said, until I hear otherwise, which makes, which makes you think, like, has Jordan just kind of dipped and not called Penny? Not, I mean, I don't know. Who knows? But he said that Jordan is still there. I mean, so just spirit. Spit, <laughs> spitballing oh, here. Man. If you leave, you probably don't get your NIL. Yeah, no. Officially, that would be that would be that. I know that's how it works in football. Like when guys enter the portal, they can, sounds about right. They can lose like at the moment you enter your portal, you technically can lose your scholarship and therefore your NIL. And he wasn't going to be eligible anywhere else. Exactly. Like he had already transferred. I think exactly. He's transferred a bunch of times. Man, he's been at what Arizona, Nevada. Louisiana and now Memphis. So, yeah, he's been all over the place. Um, if he had transferred yeah, again, he would yeah. not have been eligible. He's in his sixth year of college basketball, I believe. Um, so, yeah, I think until – it's my prediction. I think until his agent or whoever yeah. inks him a, you know overseas deal, right, which will make up for the lost NIL, I think it's still going to be same comments from Penny. Yeah. Um, no phone call picked up from Jordan Brown's camp, which they've been dodging what? everybody. Yeah. No uh, way. Exactly. <laughs> exactly. So I think we'll continue to see that. And then, you know, somebody asked about J.J. Taylor, and Penny said J.J. is still um, – f- he said he used the word finishing, which I don't know what the hell that means. Finishing his suspension. How do you finish a suspension? <laughs> what is the only, the only thing I can think of is if, like, it's a conditional. Like, okay. you know, yeah, yeah. like, you, you, have yeah, to, yeah, yeah. you have to do this. Check some boxes. Yeah, yeah. exactly. That's, yeah. that's the only – or that's just, you know, Penny's nice way of saying he's still suspended. Or he's covering JJ's yeah. ass by saying, yes. "Hey, he's he's yeah. ran away from home, but yeah. I'm not going to call my guy yeah. out in yeah. front of you know reporters." But yeah, JJ's you know he was in Charlotte with with Mikey Williams and and some trainer the other day, so uh, weird stuff going on there. That for sure, though, but- for sure. But to answer your question, to go back to the expectations and that roller coaster, yeah. So beginning of the season, I had kind of uh, maybe tempered expectations was still high on the Tigers, but didn't think they'd be um, a top fifteen, top ten team. As they got into their non-conferences, started running through Texas A&M, Clemson, Virginia. You're like, oh crap! This team can not only, you know, be a top twenty AP poll team throughout the year, but they could really make some noise and perhaps even get to the Elite Eight or Final Four. That's what they looked like, right? In mid-December, yeah. then all of a sudden they fall off a cliff, and they're still winning games. But well, it's always the it's the issue is weird. always okay. Coming into the year, you think this is a quote unquote big win. But then, like, as the season goes on, like, I use the example for, for Washington football. Well, when Washington struggled with Arizona early in the season, everybody's like, man, I don't know about Washington. Turns yep. out Arizona was really yep. good. We just didn't know it at the time. Like, it's kind of the same thing. It's, it's the inverse, though, right? Yes, exactly. That's what I'm saying. Which is so unfortunate because Penny went out and the staff went out and really scheduled this right. monster it's, it's, non-conference schedule. It's the, problem. it's the problem they have. Now, I think it's also entirely possible. Like, Texas A&M last year, they limped in non-con. They got into conference play in the SEC and they went like sixteen and two, like right. you know what I mean. Like there's, there is kind of that reality of it's just it's a luxury the Tigers aren't afforded. Their whole season has to be early. 
they can't it, it, figure it's, it's it out. Flipped, right? Yes, it's flipped exactly. from the Dukes, so, the Carolinas, exactly. the Kansases, where they play right. you know, a bunch of cupcakes in the non-conference. They play some tough teams, but they kind of cushion it to where they can catch some breaks before January comes around where they're beating up on each other. Uh, Memphis does not have that luxury. No. But it's a good thing that SMU has emerged, right, as this yeah, top 50 no, Ken Palm team, top 50 net team. You need as many as possible. Buddy, we appreciate it. Appreciate y'all. Part the pod, yeah. When we come back, we'll close things up. Stick around and listen to The Jeff Caucus Show, 92.9 FM, ESPN. Prescriptions require an online consultation with a healthcare provider who will determine if appropriate restrictions apply. See website for details and important safety information. Subscription required. Price varies based on product and subscription plan. Hey, guys, did you know there's a generic form of Viagra that works just the same but is 95% cheaper? And you can get it online? Just go to hymns.com slash joy. Through hymns, you'll get a free medical consultation, discreet shipping if prescribed, a 100% online process, and trusted generic alternatives to the name brands at up to 95% off. That's right. Get generic for Viagra, the same active ingredient as brand name Viagra, but for 95% less. It's the same medication, still prescribed by a licensed medical provider, but with zero copay, no expensive appointments, and no awkward face-to-face conversations. To start your free online visit, you need to go to this exclusive address, hymns.com slash joy. That's hymns.com slash joy for your free online visit, himscom slash J-O-Y. Watch parties aren't what they used to be. Welcome to today's matinee. Ever since we got Xfinity, my little sister and her friends can easily stream all their favorite stuff. We'll start with two episodes of Top Chef, then Chopped. When I was a kid, we'd worry about buffering. Now they just worry about what's on the charcuterie board. Enjoy these fine meats and cheeses. Mm. These are just cut up hot dogs and spray cheese. Indeed. The best way to stream your favorites is on the Xfinity 10G network. Introducing the best value in live TV and streaming on the best network with Xfinity Internet and Now TV. Now through March 21st, get Xfinity Internet for $20 a month for 12 months with no annual contract. Plus, add Now TV with Peacock Premium. A $5.99 a month value included at no extra cost for just $20 a month. Switch today. Requires paperless billing and auto pay stored bank account. Restrictions apply. Now TV requires Xfinity Internet. Equipment taxes and fees extra. After promo, regular rates apply. Actual speeds vary. Stream Top Chef on Peacock. The weather's cooler outside, but lunch at Owen Brennan's is really heating up. Savor the warmth of Creole comfort dishes like Creole shrimp and pasta jambalaya, daily lunch specials, and so much more. Weekdays from 11 to 4. Owen Brennan's. Sure to warm your soul. Ever feel judged at the gym? You don't know how to use the leg curl machine? At Planet Fitness, get energy without the judgment. Join the judgment-free zone today during the Big Fitness Energy Sale for 24 cents down, $10 a month. Cancel anytime. Deal ends Friday, January 12th. See Home Club for details. It's easy to think all money managers are pretty much the same, but at Fisher Investments, we're clearly different. Different? How? You sell high-commission investment products, right? No, Fisher Investments doesn't sell any commission-based investment products. Well, you must earn commissions on trades. Nope, never at Fisher. We're a fiduciary, obligated to act in our client's best interest. It's the highest standard of care for a financial advisor. How do you know what's in their best interest? We get to know our clients and then tailor a portfolio based on their goals and needs. But you probably sneak in some hidden and layered fees. No, we have one transparent management fee structured so we do better when our clients do better. Wow, you really do look out for your clients. That's because our top priority is helping them achieve a comfortable retirement. It might be why most of our clients come from other money managers. Visit FisherInvestments.com to find out why investors like you switch to us. Fisher Investments. Clearly different money management. 
Investments and securities involve the risk of loss. Contact Tax Relief Helpers for details and restrictions. Attention anyone that owes money to the IRS. The IRS has restarted aggressive enforcement actions against taxpayers who owe back taxes that were temporarily suspended for COVID. If you owe $10,000 or more, you must hear this because now is the time to clear your IRS tax debt. A special toll-free number has been established so you can stop penalty fees, avoid liens, levies, and other hostile measures by the IRS. Call Tax Relief Helpers right now at 800-824-1169. Tax Relief Helpers will provide you with the maximum protection afforded by law. I got behind on my taxes and owed $48,000. I didn't know what to do. I called and they got my bill lowered to just $3,500. I owed $87,000 in taxes and it was scary. I got the amount I owed down to just $3,500. I saved $83,500. If you owe money to the IRS, don't wait another day. Call 800-824-1169 right now before the IRS enforces liens, levies, and other aggressive measures. The call and consult are absolutely free. Call now. Call 800-824-1169. 800-824-1169. 800-824-1169. Fun day here on uh, the Jeff Calkins Show. I want to thank Chris Harrington as well as Parthi Padiai for joining the program, talking some Grizzlies and Tigers with us. If you missed anything, it'll be up on the podcast shortly after the program ends. Here's what's coming up next. And here's what's coming up next on Jason and John. Jason Fitz will join them as he does each and every Monday. Jason Munns will join us on Giannato and Jeffrey. Also, special edition of the Giannato and Jeffrey show as Mark is in Houston. He'll be joining us live from the tailgate to set the scene for the national championship game. Of course, Gabe will be live at 4 o'clock as well. My thanks to Brad Carson for also coming on in here However, for now, our work here is done. WMFS FM and HD1 Bartlett. WMFS Memphis celebrating a legacy of sports as the flagship home of the Memphis Grizzlies and Tigers Talk. Always live on the Odyssey app and on smart speakers say play 92.9 ESPN. I've been telling you lately about my uh, new workout regimen. I'm going to this. To call it a gym is, is, is not fully descriptive. It is, a, uh, it is the place where I lift weights. Starting Strength is, is the name, right across from, right around the corner from Trader Joe's in Germantown. It's essentially personal weight training because strength training is incredibly important. And if you, you can Google it, there's Starting Strength is a whole, uh, is a whole system um, on weight training safely and effectively. Whether you were deeply experienced uh, weight train, in weight training or whether you were just getting started, starting strength is, there's a, there's a trainer there for me, it's Gretchen. She watches every single one of your reps to make sure you're doing it correctly and getting the most out of it. Starting strength works for everyone every time. Measurable strength gains or you get a full refund. Here's what you should do. Go to memphis.ssgyms.com and you can sign up for a free intro session. It is starting strength, memphis.ssgyms.com. Wendy's new breakfast two for $3 Biggie bundles let you create your own delicious combo. Choose from a sausage biscuit, egg and cheese biscuit, small seasoned potatoes, and a medium hot coffee. But it's obvious which combo's the best. Sausage biscuit and small seasoned potatoes. Well, maybe it's the fresh cracked egg and cheese biscuit with a medium hot coffee. Or two savory sausage biscuits. Yeah, whichever you pick, you can't go wrong. Choose wisely. Choose Wendy's new two for $3 Biggie bundles. Time only. U.S. price and participation may vary. Not valid in a combo. Single item at regular price. BetMGM presents Upping the Action with Jamie Foxx. Football is a game of inches, but the game of inches gets a lot bigger when you bet the total receiving yards with BetMGM. 
Now you're watching every step. And he's stepping. He's on the 20, the 10. He's stepping all the way to covering every inch of your total receiving yards. They're stepping, and you're dancing. This football season, download the BetMGM app. Now you're betting with the king of sportsbooks. And get up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if your first bet doesn't win. Visit BetMGM.com for terms and conditions. Must be 21 and over to wager. U.S. promotional offers not available in D.C., New York, or Ontario. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER in Colorado, D.C. Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can waste another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can conquer it. I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. Any road. The steeper, the better because my all-new Santa Fe is available with H-Track all-wheel drive so I can hit the trail without a worry in the world. Heck, with three rows and best-in-class rear cargo space, I can pack the whole family in with all our gear. We've got available dual wireless charging for our phones so we'll never lose touch with civilization and we won't lose touch with the primordial power of Mother Earth. So which is it? Waste the weekend or do something a little more epic? And conquer it in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. We really need new phones. T-Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s, and each line is only $25 a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T-Mobile get four iPhone 15s on us and four lines for $25 per line per month with eligible trade-in when you switch. Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month with auto-pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto-pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee at 24 monthly bill credits for well-qualified customers. Contact us before canceling accounts to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge applies. See T-Mobile.com. 